Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling art podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What is up, wrestling fans and trading card collectors? Back again. Well, I'm back. Uh, Tony, Tony, are you there? Tony. Oh, there he is. He's coming out uh, of the. He's coming uh, out of the pool. Oh, I just got out of storage. <laughs> oh wait, that that's my mistake. Um, I thought he was coming out of the pool from his Scrooge McDuck coins that he was swimming in from the sales from the storage unit sales. Which you guys missed out on that. You better not miss out next time. I, if we have another one, it seems like people like that. So. Um... You know, we've always scratched the surface. <laughs> yep. There's no time. Wait, for, I'll tell you what I want. If that Impel printing press is available, I want a, a piece of that. The printing press. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll break it, it, it down. We'll break it down. for. I'll finally retire it. Yep. <laughs> and, and I'll have a, a, a piece of officially used printed WCW Impel cards straight from the press. What <laughs> well, a relic share, that would be. I did share with you after uh, we stopped, after we went live, I did share with you what I, I actually called oh my, you. Yeah. And you picked up the phone, actually, which was like, I have, I put it on my calendar. It's like a holiday. <laughs> for me. And then uh, you actually picked up the phone. And uh, I was like, hey, dude, you never guess what I just picked up right just now. I was like going through another box before we, uh, we left. And here's what I found. And yeah. like, uh, there's some was, really cool stuff. Yeah. I was kind of blown away. I'm like, okay, this is an, at least another two shows worth. It was, uh, you know, one of the things I will tell you, I found, I, I pretty sure I shared with you, uh, those WCW phone cards. Yes. I think I sent you the image. Didn't I send yes. you a picture of it? Super clean. And yeah. you don't ever see those specifically that one. First off, it's one I found is like minty, mint, mint, like never even been scratched, nothing on it. Right. And I went online to, on eBay to see, I found some that were being sold. And someone had like an, they're all autographed by Hogan apparently. And it's like, they're only going for like $47, $50. Go, this, this can't be autographed by Hogan. If it's only going for $47. Uh, first off, secondly, they were all scratched off the back. Okay. Thirdly, they were all numbered out of something like 1500 or 15,000, whatever that was. Right. But the one I pulled of that Hogan one, it's minty mint, man. Number zero 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 of zero 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 zero. <laughs> I'd never seen that before. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen those, and I have never seen one numbered like that. Yeah. So my my wife goes, "Hey, if that guy can put a half million dollar Jericho up there, he should put ten thousand dollar phone card." <laughs> why not? Yeah. yeah why not? <laughs> All right. But that's, so, not, that's not that's not what we're talking about today. No, today we're talking about maybe maybe the guy who maybe he has this. Maybe he's curated these WCW phone cards into the warehouse since he has a hand in that now. And that would be <laughs> triple H. Yeah. Um, this is your card. Triple H. We need to get like a, a theme song for this and put it out there. Like, you know, this is your life. <laughs> you know what? I got a good idea. I don't know why this just popped into my head, but the, the, the guy who used to sing William Regal's he's a man. He's yeah. a man's man. <laughs> yeah. Have that guy sing that sing. This is your card. Like this is be- your card. <laughs> This is this is your card. It's got a good ring to it. I like it. Right. <laughs> All right. So Triple H has got approximately fifteen hundred, give or take, you know, a few hundred. Um, what do you What do you think? Like, first of all, I know he's been around that long, and it seems like a lot of cards. 
But in, in my mind, I'm, I would think he would have a way more than that, as many as we've seen him in. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much featured in every card that comes out, isn't he? I mean, yeah, if, whether if, it's not an, if it's not an NXT branded card, so he's like in everything. Yeah, he, he may be wearing a suit. It may sure. be a throwback to the Attitude Era with DX. It might be, you know, when Does he, he get was... lumped in the Legends categories now? Does he get yeah. lumped in that? Okay. Yep. Yeah, so uh, he's in all kinds of stuff. Let's start with the rookie card or the first card. I'm sure this one is going to get some heat from some people who have stakes in these. Yeah, I, I, you and I, looking over our notes, you and I are both in agreement on that 95 Panini. Yep. Um, it's hard to deny what comes out first. Clearly, that has come out first. I mean, but granted, it's so hard to come by. And I know that Paul from the Price Guide, who is the only guy I know on this planet has a complete set. Well, I think, I think Husker have, has one as well, I think um if not definitely is this paul I, I again there's something that we've talked in another episode before where people like to take a, a particular item and kind of shove it out there in your face like kind of thing mm -hmm. he's not doing that per se i think he's just making it more aware sure. he's not selling anything he's not looking to say hey i want you to make my card more valuable i have the only 95 penny cent that wrestling card collectors have uh make my card more valuable he's putting it out there for like hey be aware these do exist and i have them um it's there's it, no denying it came out it's the first card of his that came out yeah there's uh is there i think there's four of them there's four in that set of him yes. yeah so it's one of those things where do you count all of them do you count one of them but then the argument that i could see a lot of people making is that magazine card that came out i think it's card 62 is what i yeah. have down the wwf magazine uh, we've seen so many people wanting to make a market for that we've seen people might market for the 97 panini stickers the yep. 97 Cardinal trivia game cards. Yep. So it's an interesting thing where here we clearly have the first card by year that he ever had, but it's such a rare card that people see they not, they can't get it. So where do you stand on a, on a like kind of iconic card where, okay, yes, it is more rare, but nobody can get it as opposed to this is kind of rare. And more I people put, can I put it. the same value as I'll help with that. <clears throat> Everybody universally agrees, I would think, that the 86 Fleer is Jordan's rookie. Sure. That's what the market's dictated. That's what everybody goes towards, what they want. There's older cards of him that are harder to come by, actually. <laughs> but that's the one everybody wants to go after. This is the same thing, I think. I, I do think that something in that late 90s era is going to be more of his, his Jordan card, I think. I would go with the 98 superstars. That's me. I think that's the first pack pool card that you can get from him. I think, I don't know how Panini's ones were actually distributed. So they probably weren't packs, but it's just like, Who knows? It's, it's near impossible to find. I mean, yeah. somebody somewhere is in a warehouse uh, with a pallet of like all these Panini cards that, Hey boss, just leave it there, boy. Just leave it there. We'll get to it eventually. You know um, uh, it's just, I understand it's the first appearance. It's the first card. I'm going to go with the 98 superstars as that's the card. That's going to be the flagship card to have of him. I think it's going to be his true uh, pack pulled, just widely distributed card that you should probably go after. That's my opinion. I see the argument there. Uh, I can't really argue against it. Um, I like all of them. Like I, do too. I, I think they're all like, they all kind of have their place, which is why I like to just sit back and, you know, uh, in, in full transparency, I think 
the 98 card that you spoke of is like the only one that I have a few like copies of and they're not graded or anything, but, uh, oh, and I have some of the Cardinal, the 97 card. I don't think I have any of the Paninis and I, I clearly don't have the 95 Panini, but I think it's one of those things where I'll just kind of sit back and watch what happens and see what people decide hey, you on. You know what? Uh, as we always say, just buy them all, collect them all. And that way you got them all. Yep. You sit on all of them. You're guaranteed success. Yep. <laughs> Enough on that. Let's move on to our favorite card. Um, I've got two, the Undisputed and Transcendent Autos. There's, it's a newer set. He had a different look at the time. Um, I actually liked his more modern look. Like um, it's really short, you know, the buzzed hair and physique yep. and stuff. There's just something about it. Like he looked a little bit more intimidating, I think, than he did in the 90s. So I was like, he's a little bit more of a believable wrestler. You know, I talk about big carrying cross fan because he's so believable. Uh-huh. And I think that's how Triple H came across to me. And the undisputed designs kind of accent that they're, they're more gr- like a gritty looking. The designs yeah. are darker. And I, and I love that. I love that card stock too. Yes. Yeah. That adds to it. And the, the autos, which um, we'll probably talk about in a minute is like, he signed he it's not like he doesn't sign but you just don't see as many triple h autos and then there's another one uh, 2018 road to wrestlemania which is random but it's probably just because i like music that i noticed that the background of this card looks like eddie van halen's guitar that's like world famous <laughs> now yeah, the Frankenstein. I, yeah i absolutely love that thing so th- those are my two favorite cards or i guess three yeah I, I, I kind of like, I went and had to go look at that up. So like then I, I do like that design from that, uh, that road to WrestleMania. It's really cool. Um, and then uh, the undisputed is undisputed stuff. I love yeah. that stuff, but um, yeah, uh, for me, uh, speaking of, uh, of autographs, you're right. He doesn't sign too often um, and more of the modern stuff now in the last five years or so um, he signed a lot more than he ever used to sign. Uh, but I go back to the 2002 all access off the mat autograph card. Yep. I love that card. I used to own that card. It was gifted to me from a sales rep from Fleer after they went out of business. And uh, she sent it to me. It was from their vault, <laughs> she said, and like, as like a care package to me. I regret getting rid of those cards to this day because uh, they were just some of the hardest cards to pull from Fleer stuff. And uh, it was, you know, had the HHH, the games like that, on that big chunk of mat in the middle, so like that. It actually signed on the mat unlike the other people who took the name of the card a little too literally <laughs> off the mat autograph. <laughs> and um, it was, had big blood splots on it so, as well too from oh, the ring. So, and so it was just a killer card. I love that card. It's by far my favorite Triple H card. This is, this is kind of ir- uh, off topic, but now that like, I just heard you talk about that specific card. Do you think any of your uh, mentality as far as holding these things currently has changed at all? Like, I'm not saying you're never going to sell something, but do you ever find yourself wanting to hang on to something a little bit longer just from what you've learned in the past? Or are you I just think, like profits? I think profit? so. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm more of the profits profit kind of thing right now, but there's certain things that I do regret going. That kind of brings me back to a time when one, that off the mat graph first off, even though I never pack pulled it, I didn't get the redemption to send it in for that one. Uh, Cause that was done by redemptions uh it, um that was such a cool thing like wow this is like the first triple h autograph card like he doesn't have right. any other autograph cards at the time and it was like uh it's so cool with the blood on it it's just, this is awesome i love that and then i i got offered at the time i thought i got offered something to you know it was too good to pass up you know um now i learned more over the years 
Uh, I'm sure I'll probably let other things go. And I'm kind of a little more nostalgic about certain things now that I might just keep, you know, keep. Uh, sure. I'm a PC collector for Kurt Angle stuff, so that's kind of like a no-brainer for me. But, um, you know, uh, you know, I, I got rid of those, like the garbage can, uh, garbage can one. I, I wish I would have kept that. And, but, uh, yeah, I, I've learned some stuff, and I, I probably... I probably would still be sitting on that card. <laughs> Thunderpants! <laughs> what are you laughing at? Laffy Taffy. They have a funny joke on every wrapper, and I love how fruity they are. Banana's my favorite. Want one? Sure. Mmm, so smooth and creamy. I like to eat them after school and after dinner and after- Whenever you need a good LOL? Yeah! So, here's the joke. What do clouds wear under their shorts? Thunderpants. That is good. <laughs> <laughs> Laffy Taffy. Deliciously funny. Head to LaffyTaffy.com to shop now. Yeah, so we've listed some really cool cards. Let's go on to some not-so-cool cards, and I think we're kind of in the same boat, and it brings up another topic I can mention, but mine is just the sporadic base card releases from Tops. Yeah, same, same. Like, throughout the years, whether it's a throwback to the Attitude Era, whether it's, like I said, him standing in a suit, um, him with Stephanie just standing in the ring. Yeah, they're just like, like some boring... Yeah representation of you know the cerebral assassin here it's like that it's like kind of a boring thing it's like okay a card uh pictures you're choosing now i guess does fit your role as being a you know a corporate guy now because <laughs> you're boring yeah <laughs> um but you know stuff like when comic game we just put those things out and him on the you know on the corner of the turnbuckles like that you know for his picture or the picture with the whole dx group together and it's like that it's pretty cool uh but yeah a lot of that when tops took over sometimes they just i know they're limited by what wwe gives them mm-hmm. but it's just some poor choices you know some poor choices of imaging and a lot of it's images for him not just card designs because some of the card designs are kind of eh, as well that's my whole thing yeah, yeah. and yeah. i think that's what yeah a lot of times uh, you can have like a generic talent or maybe not such a great picture i mean prime example is the hulk hogan pmg like that picture oh, yeah. of Hogan is not that great, but the card is what makes it cool. Yeah. You know, it's because of the design. So it's just what you're saying. Sometimes you could take a, a lower tier talent you know, guy on that roster and make it really pop and look yeah. great. I yep. think that the, the uh, WrestleMania 20 set from, from Fleer, there's a, a such a cool Ultimate Dragon picture in that one with yeah. like the whole background. And he wasn't a big guy for that company, but here's a guy that's got a, a kick-ass looking ca- trading card, man. Right. And it just brings up something else that, um, you know, we, we've talked about a little bit, but it's just tops. Like, it seems like when they took over, everything just went downhill and we would just kind of sporadically get something really cool. And I, I just wish they had put out way less product, which drives me, up demand. They could charge more, make the same amount of money, but put out some good product that people actually want instead of just filler. Yeah, but I agree. I don't know. I guess nobody cares about our opinions. No, nah, we're just the consumers. Who, who cares about the consumer? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cards to invest in. Um, I've got the 95 Panini, but again, like you can't find that. So, yeah, you know, it is I mean, if it, is. If, it, if, it cro- if it crosses your table, don't let it pass. Uh, at, speaking of that, my next one was the off the mat auto. Um, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw one of those available, even on eBay yeah. or something. And then lastly, I'm just going to go back to the autos. I said I was going to go back to those. I just think whether it's sticker on card i think he's kind of at the point now especially in the mcmahon family he's he's going to be a part of the company as long as the company is going to be around sure so so i just i'm not going to say they're going to have clearly not even close but you know how people kind of look at vents autos now and like 
he's not a he's not really a talent. He's he's yeah. hardly ever on camera, but people still kind of want them for his like legacy. Well, I mean, he he still never was never uh, never signed before. So anything you're getting in the last five years or so, whatever he started signing, it's going to mm-hmm. be like you're talking a guy who's what seventy five right. or something. I mean, he's he's you know he's no spring chicken here. So I mean, uh, you're you're going to want to invest in these things because I you know the day comes when some of these guys pass away, you're going to be like. I should have collected more stuff of his, man. I really right. should have collected more stuff. Now's the time to get it. Yeah, I, and I just think that um, I've always said this on card or sticker. If you have a pack pullable autograph card of anybody in wrestling, even you know indie guys, like there's just something about the on card auto or sticker. I keep saying yeah. that um, the autographs just seem to really not go down in value in wrestling. Now they may go down from when you pulled them in a pack. But if you bought it at five bucks, I generally don't see it going down past five bucks. Yeah, but some things never even go up at all. I mean, there's a there's a slew of stuff. You know, uh, I, I I do my monthly recaps with mm-hmm. Paul from the Price Guide, and there's still plentiful autographs out there at five, seven, ten dollars a card. They're just it's not re- going it's, up. It's just not going up. You, you think you that's have, a gonna, you think that's a wrestling card thing, or do you think it's uh, something else? I don't know if it's a wrestling card thing or is it just across sports. I don't do other sports. I wouldn't know. I mean, I've, I've, well, I can, I've, I can tell I've, you I've firsthand, whole... like, um, if it's, even if it was a past star, if, if they're not currently in the limelight, like say it's a, um, a legend, you know, like a, like a really big hall of fame legend football player from the nineties and you pull mm-hmm. one of their relic cards, like it's maybe worth a couple bucks. Yeah. Which is sad to me, but, uh, yeah. and wrestling suffers the same thing. Ring mat cards, just a piece of the ring mat, you know, for all mm-hmm. time. I mean, uh, we, we make jokes about that all the time. Uh, and then there's like low tier guys at autograph cards. You can literally pick up for five, six, $7. I just, I still, if you're going to buy singles of those guys though, I still just think autographs are like the go-to sure. purchase. But of course, Absolutely. like my logic with triple H is because all of the years he was wrestling, he didn't seem to sign that much. No, not at all. He, my... he was originally supposed to sign for a, on a war booty autograph card from that uh, raw is war set from Fleer. Uh, he never signed. So those redemptions, uh, they fulfilled those um, mostly with off the mat graph autograph cards. But sometimes it would just tell you, we don't have any more of those. So we'll send you a Tory Wilson or something like that. So you want to go with whatever you had selected for my uh, worst cards? Or uh, cards the, investing, yeah, yeah, I, the same thing. Cards invested 95 Panini, obviously, if you can find it. Uh, I'm still a big believer in that 98 uh comic images superstar set. Um, it's just uh, that's at the that's when he became known, known, you know, kind of thing. I mean, it's kind of where it's just I think it's, it's the first widely released pack pool type of trading cards like that, and I kind of am a, a believer in that, so I, I would I think it's a good card to have. Something else I will add on top of that for people who think maybe Tony's right, but maybe this card is just a little bit too boring or not rare enough or something like that. Try to go grade these things. Exactly. They, they do not grade very well at all. As, as, as wonderful as those cards, that card set is, uh, I like the thick card stock, but because mm-hmm. of that thick card stuff uh, stock, the edges will always chip on you a lot, uh, both front and back. So it's really hard to get a high grade on comic images stuff it just yep. is all right so this is the best part of the show it's my favorite part every time we do these the cards <laughs> that you would create i'll let you start 
I want to go back and either do two things. I either want to get an autograph relic of a sledgehammer. Oh wait, so can we can we it is our it is our show. We can do what we want. Whatever we want. It's going to be a, a redemption and come in the Harry Potter thing like you told you about. The hood's the oh, whole yeah, yeah, yeah. top I, of the I, I never thought about that, but that's not a bad idea, you know, actually. Or uh yeah, how cool would that be? Like a redemption card for uh an autograph sledgehammer. That would be sweet. Well, it's not really a card anymore it's now. now a, just, it's just a, it's, it's, I'm trading a, I'm trading a redemption. It's not even a card. I'm trading a redemption for a tool. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I don't, I don't get it, but uh, no, it'd be kind of cool. Like to have like a, you know, they do it with a table. You could shave some of the wood from the wood handles like that. You can even take, they did it with trash can lids and a, me- yeah. and a metal chair. Right. Why not, you know, cut off that sledgehammer like that and, 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 and get shape metal shavings like that. I don't know if you've seen it, but a lot of times they will put out baseball cards with the top of the barrel or the bottom of the handle, yeah. with the full wet, the full wooden piece. Same thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I say either that, or I would love to have uh, a dual signature with like Lemmy. That wraps up our last episodes that we've <laughs> talked about as far as celebrities and musicians and yeah. how perfect would that be? That'd be so awesome. I mean, I mean, obviously. If I can go back and bring Lemmy back to life anyways, I do that first. Right. Secondly, I would have him say, okay, while you're still here, because I don't know how much longer you have, okay, I brought you back temporarily. Sign these cards now. Yeah, and, okay. and clearly, like, you know, a lot of times we see the attachment between a wrestler and a celebrity, and we think, you know, it may not be like a real friendship or a relationship or something, maybe like a paid thing that they're- Sure, but, but those guys had a friendship. Yes, like specifically, I remember watching- triple h speak at lemmy's funeral mm-hmm. and i was like man he's showing up here and he's still using motorhead's music like it's it's a legit oh, yeah. thing and he wrote more than one song i mean he wrote right. uh like two songs for triple two or three, h one, yeah. for Evo- one for evolution mm-hmm. uh i mean so uh you know there's definitely a friendship there so yeah, i just think it'd be kind of cool it bridges things for me because i'm the one designing it bridges me uh my love of wrestling and my love of music and puts them together kind of thing for me and i just uh, you know lemmy's god so <laughs> uh what is that is it airheads airheads yes yeah <laughs> good pull good pull <laughs> it reminds me too like because um, he's in that movie right <laughs> it reminds me of um like those products that leaf put up, puts out where it's like you got six autographs and it's the most random names and you're like yeah this is so cool like i, I it's random but it's cool and that's kind of how that i think you would appeal to different segments of sure. the hobby with that so that's a good call what do you got? I've got, well, okay, let me backtrack. Last time we did the Paul E. Dangerously, Paul Heyman, yep. this is your card. I wanted a booklet. This is going to be a similar thing, but also tying into the leaf autographs I just spoke about where you see, you know, six, seven, eight people, double-sided card with all these autographs. And you're like, these are just randomly thrown together. So what I would choose is a McMahon family on card auto set vince linda shane stephanie triple h and it only would be numbered out of five that's not good because it's really number it's number all five of them yep has has shane signed autographs i believe so yes he has signed i've seen i think i've seen them sporadically yes okay i I just uh i would imagine from like transcendent probably or or undisputed or something right yeah it's got to be a higher end product also, I want to throw in, uh, speaking of talking about these guys, 
Um, there are some really cool dual autos of Triple H and Stephanie. So that's be something else as far as like investment purposes. I mean, you're you're dealing with the heads of the company at that oh, point. Of course. So, I mean, yeah. That's a no-brainer right there. I think those, those are uh, 100% no-brainer investments right there. All right. So where do you think the future of Triple H and Triple H cards is going to go? Uh, I Personally, for me now, the future can only go up because I think he's he's currently grossly undervalued and we use this term a lot like we talk about people like we use the word legend too much we use this but i think there's a lot as a whole wrestling cards as a whole is undervalued but when you start uh, nitpicking about certain superstars i think someone at a triple h status who is clearly a legend in the business um uh is grossly undervalued for his contributions to the to the business side i just he doesn't have a lot of signatures out there like a lot of these other guys. He's not like John Cena, who also is a legend, whether you love him or, li- or, or, or hate him. Uh, he's still a legend. I will and- say, though, that Cena even, we think he has a lot of signatures out there, but when you put it in the grand scheme of things, it, he doesn't. Like, I mean, he, I, I think he's, he's walking the fine line of dozen, dozen. I think he, there was a, many releases in a row that it was a guaranteed you're getting a Cena autograph in the set. Almost every release when Tops took over beginning, there was a Cena autograph card. Hmm. Do you think every single I, I one. just don't I just don't see them that often for like, you know, I think maybe people are probably wising up. Maybe I'm hoping that they're wising up that, hey, John Cena le- you know, is a legend. I mean, this is this is something I should be investing in. This guy has been the face of the company longer than pretty much anybody, any other superstar in history. Um uh yeah, maybe it's the same thing, but I think that Triple H is uh, grossly undervalued. Uh, he's definitely going to be a long-term investment for you. I think you you need to buy now, even though if you might think that he's expensive now, he's only going to get way more expensive uh, once he retires from doing anything WWF related, WWE related, uh, uh, long after he's passed away, long in the next generation of people, he's going to be looked upon as one of the best that's ever been in the, in the, in the company. Um, again, that's just a generalization. So like that, maybe I may not believe that, but <laughs> um, it's just, uh, you got nowhere to go up with this guy, man. I don't think that his cards are ever going to be uh, go down any, <laughs> any further. Yeah. I've got to agree with you. He's it, it's, you know, now that I think about it um, to, and, and being full transparent, I don't own a lot of these things. That's still stuff I've been wanting to buy. And then just other things have come along and, Oh, there's AEW cards going on. Okay. Well, there's money going to there. Oh, there's this carrying cross one of one that popped up. Okay. Well, my money's going, you know what I mean? So, so in full transparency, I don't own some of this stuff, but we talk about when people are able to transcend into pop culture. I think triple H has kind of done that in the realm of wrestling because he was a talent he's worked with NXT. He's now even higher up in WWE. Uh, whenever a national sports team wins a championship, who's usually the person that presents them with their custom championship belt, mm-hmm. Triple H and Stephanie. Yeah. So I think he, and you know, we talked about Paul Heyman last time of how he's, he's had different roles that have spanned several different generations. Triple H is now getting to that point. And, you know, like hypothetically he could jump in the ring right now if he wanted to and, face the yeah. rock and it, oh, it yeah. would draw and he would do i think he would probably still be able to pull it off yep yeah absolutely i think so, that he could still tell a good story in the ring probably but uh you know the future is whatever he and stephanie are going to make for this company obviously because right. we we all know that they're going to be the ones that are going to lead it into the next years like that uh so what they do with it between now and then 
will that hurt uh, you know him at all from a collector standpoint? I don't know. I don't think so. Did it hurt Ric Flair after the no, last? No, it didn't. I did. I had this conversation as well too, uh, not too long ago, and um, just um, there's some guys. I hate to say that they use that term. There's just some guys that are just bulletproof, man. And it's like uh, outside of doing something extremely heinous, not to condone what it is that they uh, that are, you know mm-hmm. did on this episode like that because it was all very wrong stuff. Um, it's just uh, there's just some people for whatever reason. I mean, Hogan had his controversies and he was welcome back, you know. And collectors never stopped collecting him. It's slightly uh, off topic, but there are still people out there buying Benoit cards. Of course, absolutely. Yeah, so. It's not even off topic. It's a perfect example. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, you know, people still buy things for whatever their reason may be because, well, I was a big believer in him and I liked his in-ring style. So I'm going to go ahead. It was my favorite growing up or, uh, you know, I'm just buying it for some sort of obscure, demented reason. I mean, who knows? But, um, you know, everybody collects for different reasons. Uh, you know, just- now, that, now that we say that too, that's just another reason why I like wrestling cards over every single other type of cards, because just when you think something is going to plummet in value, not that that's what we're doing this for, No. but just when you think, Oh, these, you know, my Ric Flair PC is just, you know, it's, it's not gonna be worth anything now. Nope. It's just the opposite. So. Yeah. It's just, um, and again, it's not to say like, well, do bad things. You're going to be rewarded with high values. Uh, no, I mean, nobody's condoning that behavior. No one's, you know, saying applauding him for, for, mm. for that kind of stuff, the exact opposite. And so any ridicule that someone like him or anybody else gets because of their actions, you know, deserves that. Uh, but, you know, from a hobby standpoint and a collecting standpoint, you know, does it hurt some of these guys and other sports? It seems to doesn't seem to hurt too much in wrestling for some reason, for whatever reason that may be. It's a very strange thing that I didn't really put the correlation to until we were just not talking about it. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't say like, hey, yay for us wrestling fans. So you can go out and do stupid things and we're still going to collect you. No, it's just, um, I mean, obviously that's not 100% true. No one's collecting Joey Ryan stuff. No one's collecting Velveteen Dream stuff. The Joey Ryan thing is actually a very valid point. Yeah. I mean, that guy's been completely blacklisted from the entire industry. It's like that. So, um, uh, again, so there's certain people, it's about, I guess someone said like, oh, well, he's a made man. Uh, and that's, there's some level of truth there in some respect, I guess. Right or wrong. Yeah. Right or wrong. I mean, there's some level of truth there, I guess. But, um, you know, I guess the higher you're up in that uh, popularity or uh, legend totem pole, uh, maybe the more you're, you know, maybe less you're likely to get uh, hurt in your value. Like, I, I can guarantee the last thing he's thinking about is like, oh my God, now my trading cards will be worth nothing. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, but... You know, from a collector standpoint, uh, it didn't seem to hurt at all. Yeah, I'm surprised they even some of those guys even know they have trading cards. I mean, we've you know, we, you run into that. Sure, all the time. Doing... I mean, sometimes uh, it's almost like uh, they know they have trading cards. Like you know, there's so many. I'm like, you know, we just we're talking about Triple H. It's got close to 1600 according to the, the database. You know, trading cards that we, that we they know of, and um, uh, you know, I'm sure he hasn't seen them all. And someone comes to him one day and I've never seen this card before. Like, oh, that's from the 2021, but it was like, well, I didn't even know it existed. I mean, right. you know, it's just, uh, they don't have time to look at that kind of stuff. Well, I think we're both on the same page that Triple H is probably a pretty good buy as long as you're buying the right stuff, you know, not the crappy random tops base cards that they're just throwing out there. But 
the autographs, those early 98 cards, the 95 paninis, uh, nine, any of the 97 stuff, the magazine card, I think all that sure. stuff's a good choice. So and, and uh, everything we always talk about, it's a running theme through every one of these episodes that we do about this is your card, which is, and I think it's the case with everything going forward too. If it's paralleled, numbered, you can't go wrong with that kind of stuff because it's, you're already taking a product that in the industry of collectibles is already smaller than everything else. Mm -hmm. And then you're taking that and you're taking a regular card out of that one person that's now smaller from the rest of the set. Then you're taking that one card and giving it a parallel. It's not even smaller. And now you have it numbered. It's even smaller. I mean, you, you can't go wrong with numbered stuff. You just can't. Right. And even if the demand on that specific talent, like that specific talent, hypothetically, um, let's use Velveteen Dream. Okay. Sure. Perfect example. A lot of people, I know a lot of people that were buying his stuff and I, I, I wasn't, but I was like, this guy seems like he's different. You know, he's got yeah. something going. He's very charismatic. And hypothetically, he's not, he's not doing anything that we know of. There still could be collectors of his out there right now that are You're still good. buying. Yeah. And that's very the well. thing with, with a hobby, whether it's wrestling or sports, non-sport, whatever it is, there's always going to be a segment out there. So what you're saying is sound advice because all it takes is like that one player collector to find that really obscure parallel. And, you know, you could turn that into something you really wanted. Sure. If, if I don't, happens. I don't care if you're a Brock Lesnar, Hulk Hogan collector or uh, a Sin Cara collector or, you know, it, it, if it's numbered, if it's paralleled and numbered, I mean, the, the less quality a quantity there is of something, I think uh, of a particular level of something, you can't go wrong in that. You just can't yep. go wrong. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. I hope we were able to help you out with some Triple H cards with some information. Maybe you didn't know about some of these cards or maybe it gives you some ideas on what to buy, what not to buy. You know, just again, have fun at the end of the day. Tony, Ain't no financial advisor over here. So, yeah. <laughs> I already the guy who sold his off the mat graph autograph card. <laughs> Speaking of that, where could they find some information about the off the mat autograph card and where can they find you? You can go to wrestlingtradingcards.com. You can find all of our social media stuff on the bottom of every page there for Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. You know, I'm not very big on the Instagram one, just so you know. I, uh, I do try to check it at least once every other day. Uh, it should be every day, but my phone is a little older. It's a, it's an iPhone eight. And I think it's about time to upgrade it because I'm not getting notifications for my social media stuff anymore. I have the perfect phone that you need to get. Okay. Well, I I'll get. give Paul Heyman a call. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at least I'll, I'll get no notifications that way. Sometimes <laughs> as a, as what happened yesterday, or right, with the whole uh, meltdown of Facebook, Instagram, that might be a good thing. Yeah. No kidding. And get out there, people. Get out there and enjoy some sunlight. Smell the flowers. And speaking of that, you can, if, if you, you know, if, if everything's down, if, if the apocalypse has happened, you can still go over to Wrestling With Cards and check out some <laughs> great videos somehow. I'm sure it will still be up. And It'll you, be up. <laughs> and you <laughs> can check be, out. There'll be cockroaches, Keith Richards, and Wrestling With Cards. <laughs> oh, I was going to say cockroaches and Keith Richards. That's about the only people that are watching my videos right now. That's so. okay. <laughs> Well, now I have something to watch. <laughs> there we go. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we really do. You know, we joke around a lot, but this is all about having fun, providing you guys information. And just we we wouldn't still be doing this if you guys were not out there listening and giving us feedback, be it good or bad. So 
we thank yeah. you guys for sticking around with us and uh, we'll just keep putting out the content for you. And if you got any questions, let us know. Uh, links in the show notes to everything we've talked about as far as social platforms, websites, and all that. Until next time, see ya. Thank you.